So hi all, uh, welcome to Anime Echoes. So we'll be going through the sixth light novel for Bakano, and yeah, we'll just be exploring a scene. Uh, look at the title for the part that we're actually exploring. Okay, let's get started. So Tick is snipping away at the flesh of someone. He talks about how he likes to test how much torture someone can take. He says he sees it as like testing the bonds of people. Those that last the torture deserve his respect. Apparently, Tick is a pretty innocent guy, all things considered. Like, he does make sure to tell Luck that the guy he just tortured might bleed out. But it's strange to consider Tick to be kind, considering he's, like, ripping the flesh of live people and seeing them scream. But yeah, I guess, like, being kind and innocent aren't the same thing. Perhaps it's, like, a certain level of naivety that they're referring to. Or a childlike impression you get from Tick. Like, for example, like, all this time, he's just kind of, like, playing with his scissors. It does say that when he cuts people, he tests their bond, and that there's, like, a hint of sadness. He might be obsessed with, like, testing the limits of relation, like, relational bonds, like, using pain, though, because of the pain he felt for, like, being sold by his family. Maybe they never reached out or something. Did he have some level of hope that his father would escape and that Tok would reach out to him? I'm pretty certain the sadness is some form of like abandonment issue and that like the innocence in Tick is supposed to relay like perhaps that he's stuck in the past. That he's still trying to like reconcile his childhood wounds. Maybe I'm reading too much into it but we'll see. Now moving on to another scene. We get to see Tok. He's talking about his relationship with his actual father and mother. Turns out the father remarried and the clockmaker became Tick and Tok's new father. The clockmaker father didn't really see them as sons or anything, mostly just tools, and when he saw that Tok was smart, he all of a sudden cared because he could use him. Tok was also like fully aware that his father would abandon them both and sell them for money. Tok didn't like that, and he didn't like him, but apparently Tick did to some degree. Tok also doesn't like Tick. He killed his white rat with scissors and he never forgave him for that. Despite this, he does kind of long to see Tick. Like, he wants to see, like, Tick make an effort to find him. You get the sense from Tok that he wants familial bonds to be, like, something special. Like, something that lasts despite the distance. Both Tick and Tok seem to have a fascination with relational bonds and, like, testing them. I think the reason why Tick sliced his rat is because that it was, like, testing, like, the relational bond he had with Tok. Like, if I slice this animal, this animal my brother likes, will he still love me? Like, how strong is our bond, actually? So another fact about Tok is that he's very focused on, like, getting what he wants. And how that will, like, bring him, like, happiness. He says since, um, like, their previous dad died, he hasn't felt any happiness. Their mom also died due to, like, tuberculosis. The idea of getting what Tok wants and family bonds seem to be, like, tied together. He does say that the family bonds he has with the clockmaker father is not the family bond he wants. He knows that his family bond with the clockmaker just goes like one way. It's just a crappy relationship. It seems that like what he wants specifically is like a certain specific family bond. Without that, he'll never be happy. So in order to obtain what he wants, he's gonna like run like an experiment. He'll constantly push away from the things that he doesn't want, from the unhappiness that could exist, And he himself is the subject, like the guinea pig. He'll keep running the experiment until he gets what he wants. 
I think this is interesting because essentially what Tok is doing is saying no to everything that doesn't look like or feel like the happiness he wants to experience. Just looking through this like lens, what he's doing is he's constantly saying no. And the more you say no, the more you are saying like not that, not that, not that. Which means you're actually like constantly excluding aspects of reality in order to find like a certain something. So I wonder if this like method of finding happiness will work for talk. Like to me right now, it seems kind of naive. There are always going to be things that like fall short to the ideal. But yeah, we'll have to see. Either way, Toki's is planning to escape as well. But then like a shadowed man appears with like a lantern. He kind of talks like Niles, but he and he even mentioned Niles, but he sounds more like a scientist or something. When I saw the speech pattern first and the way he talked, at first I did think it was Niles, but in the last novel, like he felt more like rigid and this guy's speech felt more like an evil scientist or something. Either way, my first guess was Huey and luckily I was right. He even says that he like analyzed Tok's movements for a month and he showed up like where he wanted. He doesn't seem like he's super excited about his prediction coming correct. He almost sounds kind of detached in a way. Like he says like, you know, like, and this is where we got to kind of thing. Like here we are. Like this is just like the result of like an analysis. Full stop. It is what it is. Huey does say that Tok was perhaps even more talented than Claire Stanfield. Now we all know Claire. So this is like a huge compliment. Moving on. Huey um, like showcases that he's an immortal to Tick. He like incinerates like a bit of his finger and Tok watches his like grow back. Tok wasn't particularly startled and Huey's like surprised by this. He says even Goose was startled when he saw this. I like that we're like mentioning characters we know from before. Like it's exciting hearing Goose's name like pop back up. Huey says that Tick didn't display like the predictable human response of being like scared from like seeing his like finger get burnt. After this, like behind Tok, China shows up, but Huey tells her that Tok doesn't like intend to run away, so she kind of just like leaves. Huey states his goal loud and clear for everyone to hear. My goal is to discover the limits of humans. To that end, I'm gathering a variety of subjects, like you for example. Overall, I thought this was like a pretty good introduction to Tok's character and we learn a bit more about Tick's character and like their relationship with like the clockmaker father and things like that. We get a really good feel into Tok's character and what he wants from life, which is to pursue like a specific happiness and it's implied it has to do with like familial bonds. That's a lot to learn about someone from like their first appearance. Also, he doesn't really talk like a 12 year old, um, but I guess he is like really smart. So that's to be expected. Keen to see like where his character goes from here. As far as Huey is concerned, um, he was great. He felt kind of eerie in his introduction and the way he speaks is very like dispassionate. I'm glad we're getting to see more of Huey. He's been like foreshadowed since like the second novel and I think I've been like patiently waiting for him to like show back up. His name has always been dropped in so many occasions like throughout all the novels and with him being captured at one point, like you can't be like you can't help but be like excited to like finally meet him like properly and to see him have like specific dialogue and things like that. Really keen to see more of Huey and also his relationship to Chane. So far, Chane feels more like a kind of like a little soldier. Like in the railroad arc, we do see that despite Chane being quiet, she can be like really emotional and like super loyal as well. But Huey, on the other hand, seems to see people as like subjects and thinks dispassionately.
I do wonder if he acts differently with China, like more emotional or anything like that. But if he does like act the same, like dispassionate, does that cause like distance between them? Either way, really looking forward to like the next portion of the story and these characters and things like that. Um, yeah, thanks for listening.